These are some of the major stories which made the news this week here in The Hunter. An investigation undertaken by Newcastle Council uncovered dangerous substances in the soil of some properties above the old Waratah gasworks. The substances, including cyanide and lead, had been found in the soil of properties surrounded by Turton, Georgetown and Ellis Streets. The full report is expected to be released in the coming weeks. A driver was charged after he was seen weaving in and down out of traffic on the wrong side of the road in Gilliston Heights, the 39-year-old was caught on camera crossing double lines into oncoming traffic on Cessnock Road at around 11.30 on Sunday. Joanne Elliott from police headquarters said police were quick to catch the driver behind the wheel of the Nissan Skyline GTR. Police became aware of this incident and officers from Central Hunter Local Area Command began inquiries. It was around one o'clock that the vehicle was located and stopped on Maitland Road at Cessnock. The man was arrested and hit with four charges relating to his erratic driving and will face Curry Curry Court in January. Hunter motorists travelling on the M1 Pacific Highway over Christmas and the New Year are being assured roadworks won't be carried out over the busy holiday period. Although works will cease, lanes will remain narrowed and an 80 kilometre an hour speed limit will also stay in place. A spokesperson from Roads and Maritime Services said extra police patrols and incident response teams would be on hand. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian was in town this week spruiking the successes of Newcastle and its transformation into a revitalised city. The revitalising Newcastle program has triggered $2 billion in private investment since it started and even the city's population has grown by 4.6%. Gladys Berejiklian said she's glad the government stuck to their guns and went through with the interchange despite all of the hassles along the way. I remember People were complaining to me about why are you building the light rail and now people are saying we want an increased network, we want you to further increase the network. So I remember at the time getting absolute criticism for announcing the light rail project. I'm glad we stuck to our guns. It's going to be fantastic for Newcastle but also the broader region. This is all about uh, building for the future. Caves Beach residents are furious. Lake Macquarie Council decided to approve a phone tower for Scenic Drive. The controversial Telstra phone tower was expected to be deferred until next year after councillors visited the proposed site. Residents are worried about the potential health impacts of the tower because of its close vicinity to homes and also the eyesore it would create. Police believe it was a targeted attack that saw a man shot in Hamilton on Monday night. Emergency services were called to a unit on Gordon Avenue just before 11 o'clock after three men, one allegedly armed with a firearm, stormed a 37-year-old man's home. An argument allegedly ensued and the 37-year-old was shot in the face. Police believe a drive-by shooting in Curry Curry earlier this year could have been bikey-related. A 21-year-old man was arrested in Tuggera following extensive inquiries into the incident where shots were allegedly fired into a car and a home on Greeter Street Curry Curry on October 5th. The man involved is believed to be a nominee for the Finks bikie gang. The Newcastle Knights NRL Centre for Excellence is finally getting the green light with the state government matching the $10 million in funding given by the West Group. The centre won't just be for rugby league, providing a place for young athletes to train in world-class facilities. Lord Mayor Nuatali Nelm said this facility would be the first step in the long-awaited Hunter Sports and Entertainment Precinct development at Broadmeadow. What we're looking at there and we're working with the state government to create an entertainment precinct and a sporting precinct right in the heart of Newcastle on that really important piece of land. The Centre of Excellence 
that is going to be jointly funded between West and the Knights, as well as the state, is the first piece of funding for infrastructure on that site. Parliamentary Secretary for the Hunter, Scott McDonald, and Newcastle Lord Mayor Nuatali Nelms announced a $750,000 facelift for Dixon Park Surf Club. The partnership between state and local governments will see extensive renovations to modernise the site. Club President Paul Murray says he's glad to see the continued investment in the popular beachside hub. I just wanted to again uh, thank and acknowledge Scott McDonald's attendance here today and the New South Wales Government for this initiative under the Surf Club Facilities Program, but also the local Newcastle City Council through our Lord Mayor who are partnering in this project. So it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful opportunity. Just days before Christmas, a woman was tragically hit by a car in Wall's End. The 21-year-old was killed on Thursday night when she was struck by a car on Minmai Road. Paramedics rushed her to the John Hunter Hospital with serious head injuries, but she couldn't be saved. And in sports news this week, the high-flying Newcastle Jets consolidated second spot on the ladder after a 2-1 win over Adelaide last weekend. Andrew Naboo grabbed the first goal before Dimitri Petrados stepped up from the penalty spot in the 89th minute to hand the Jets all three points. Coach Ernie Merrick said he was pleased with his side's determination to win the game. I think we're very fit and we'll play the game out completely 95 minutes tonight and uh, it's a credit to Chris Smith, our fitness advisor. He does a great job getting the boys really fit and also the, the determination of the boys always to get something out of a game and to score in the 89th minute I thought was just terrific. Meanwhile, the Jets signed Aussie rising star Riley McGree on a loan deal until the end of the season, but duties with the Ollie Roos will delay his start with the club until late January. Coach Ernie Merrick has expressed his frustration as he believes the Ollie Roos tournament is unnecessary. And the Jets' W League side played out an entertaining three-all draw against Perth Glory last weekend. The side made history playing for the first time after the men's match and fans were treated to a goal fest. The Jets now sit in third spot on the ladder two points behind leaders Brisbane.